Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Oh my God, Richmond's the new Hilton head. <laughs> you think so? Remember how Rachel's episode of Hilton Head was just an ad for Hilton Head? Okay. I'm really curious about your thoughts because you lived in Richmond. But first, hello, everybody. Hey. This is Alex and Sarah. And we are recapping week what of The Bachelorette? I can't even keep up. You know what? I don't appreciate how they count weeks. Right. Because week one's not actually week one. It's one night. Uh-huh. But then the next day they say that's week two. Okay. That's so true. It's kind of like elevators in Europe. <laughs> so if you're accustomed oh. to the elevator <laughs> number system in Europe, you can probably catch on pretty it's easily. floor one. Is the floor second floor. two. Yeah. Yeah. And so then like the lobby, I think is like negative one. (laughs) Not even zero. I don't know. They go from negative (laughs) one straight to one. No, I think that there is a zero. I just remember being at the Marriott in Prague and they're being, (laughs) whatever. And they're, they're being like a negative one. And I was like, what, what's that? That's the basement. Okay. Um, anyway, um, happy Richmond week. What did you think of this episode? Um, just kind of like all the other episodes. It's <laughs> like more guys, the same. I just like don't think Becca's good at this. I also like think she's kind of dumb. <laughs> what? Like I. Okay. Maybe dumb was a really harsh word. But like I. She's so unaware of how awful these people are. Yeah. Just like the things they say to her. Like I was like. Everyone was like, I can't believe Becca's not smiling tonight. Oh, it's all Chris's fault. Why can't, Why is she not smiling? I hate when she's not happy. And it's like, newsflash, like, she's not going to be happy forever. And all of them were just like, I hate when you're crying. And she was like, I know. I'm sorry. I'll be better. <laughs> no, I disagree with that. <laughs> I think she actually does a pretty good job standing up for herself and well, like focusing on what she needs and separating herself from situations that make her uncomfortable. Yeah, she does do a good job of that. She does. And I how she was like, Garrett, I need like a few minutes before we talk. But then like so the day that she was um, on the airplane with Leo and every bachelor in the history of this show that like they were the bachelor and they take their contestants and they and if it's like an awkward date they're like something's awkward it's not clicking and it's her fault and she was like something's awkward it's not clicking and it's my fault because I'm in a weird headspace from last night and I was like right when her and Leo were never gonna end up together no never um, uh, he's definitely fun for her right now and that's yeah, great she I have should, some thoughts she should have fun with him but and we'll get there. But let's dive right in. Uh, Virginia is for lovers. Can I just say, I really despise, and maybe this like 
hits a little bit on the head with what we were talking about with Hilton Head, like the intro package where they like kind of go over the cityscapes and then Becca is forced to be like, I love that it's like a complete opposite vibe and feel from <laughs> Vegas. It's fresh with clean air. It's calm, yet it's chill. I know. It's and, then the, and then it's yet <laughs> mysterious. It's like, why do you have to say that stuff? And then it's just like a run of the guy saying why Virginia is the most perfect place to fall in love or like Richmond. And I was like, this is what happened in Hilton Head. They were like so <laughs> excited. And I was like, why is there like it? I live there. It's nice. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I will say after Hilton Head, I was like, maybe I should check it out sometime. I didn't necessarily feel that way. Well, you've been there. Okay. Did you feel like it was representative of the city that you spent a couple of formative years in? No, because they had a country artist play and they should have gotten a song contest. Oh, God. I don't even know if I want to probe this because Sarah. (laughs) I've explained it it before. Just go back a few episodes. Okay. But... (laughs) I didn't recognize any of it. Okay, I didn't. I didn't either. No, nothing of that felt familiar to me. But I they weren't minimal time. They weren't anywhere cool that I ever went. Um, how did you feel about her spelling out love? L O V E. I felt nothing. <laughs> how did you what did you feel yeah I was like a little bit dead inside because like I feel like usually when those moments happen I'm like I'll 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 sort of try to like it's a it's a cringeworthy moment and it's meant to be a cringeworthy moment but I was just like what are you she's just like such a pawn in in the producer's game I know and I don't think she I don't know why she's like okay with it um okay well so before they like get into the actual dates Chris R and Lincoln have it out, have it out because Chris says that he would want to go on a two on one. And Lincoln was like, Hey man, why would you want to go on a two on one? And he's just like, cause I beat your ass if we did. Basically all of this was just like disgusting. Like I just, I just like him over. I just like, don't like these guys. Well, Lincoln and Chris R are the worst of the worst. And it's also really yeah. hard to watch Lincoln, obviously knowing what we know about him. Right. And then Chris is just so He's just he he's just like a um, you know when like a little, this is bad to say, like um, like when little tiny like toddler boys are just like really emotional. Yeah, he just clearly has so much pent up anger, which is exactly he has like a lot of anger. He's highly emotional and he has no idea how to keep his emotions. How to process it? I think someone like Chris R who. Had a rough upbringing. I think, I mean, I don't know any like details of his personal life other well, you than know like, what he shared. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's probably a good person, but probably could just could like really benefit from therapy. Like, just could like, mm-hmm. like, I think it's exactly it. It's not bad being emotional. It's not bad to be sensitive, but he doesn't know how to like react in the world to the feelings he's having. So he just needs to like, learn how to manage that part of him 100 percent. and i can understand though why he like scared becca and she was like i need you to go home well he's really aggressive yeah i mean even going back to the a few episodes again ago when uh becca told uh chris that she needed more time with wills his response was really like he not only is he 
like aggro he's also really entitled yeah and that's a really tough mix i really feel well he he, i guess he's been a little bit self-reflective because he's had to watch himself back and he's realized how awkward he is or not awkward horrible he is yeah so he wrote this like long-winding um instagram post about uh, apologizing more or less just like saying that he knew that he was an asshole you know what? Um, I once heard Karamo Brown say on a podcast, he's from Queer Eye, that he... Culture guy. Yeah, he was on The Real World when he was young, and he just talked about being so embarrassed by his behavior, and he was like, honestly, everyone should have their lives filmed, because watching your behavior back on tape is, like, so eye-opening and so telling, and, like, mm-hmm. I, I... I And humbling. And humbling, and I do feel like it's, like... Uh, you know we know that they're generally a good person they haven't done any like big wrongdoings like in their lives like yeah let's hope that they're like getting better mm-hmm. and learning from that um but at, with that said I understand why she sent him home he's clearly not ready to be in a relationship yeah. not mean, like until he like learns to like figure himself out sure and he's also just the worst yeah I don't like <laughs> I you hope- body shame me bro yeah he's like, i'm proud of losing 100 pounds did lincoln call him fat wait what did he call him because they blurted out right i i don't know i have no idea what he called him do you think that fat they- f that's what i was gonna say do you think they called him like a fat f or like a fat other f or like a fat right i was thinking of two f words i know but then i was like but then he was, was like he called me a blank I've lost a hundred pounds. And I was like, wait, what the hell did they I just know. call? <laughs> I, you know what I needed? I needed like a subtitle with a, like the dotted lines. after. Yeah. It. Like, just give me something. Give me some sort of context because right now I don't know what to react to. Do you think he called him a <laughs> needle dick? Is that what Ooh. Crystal called Ari? That was awesome. It was so awesome finding that out later. (laughs) But also after Chris like posted this Instagram post, he also posted a picture of him like as a fat kid. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so mean. Why am I laughing? (laughs) I don't know. I do like in general this again, maybe this is also bad to say, but I kind of like people who like grew up with any sort of adversity, whether in any capacity, I just feel like have like the capability to be like just such awesome people and I don't know I don't know why it goes a little bit sideways with him well I mean I think that sometimes we just see this like I think that we felt that way a little bit with Crystal too I mean her like she didn't have like the easiest childhood too and like she was a little like offbeat and I think it makes it harder because when we do see people that grew up in like a challenging environment who are so great and mm-hmm. are so wonderful. It's like really inspiring mm-hmm. and like positive to see. So it's like, you know that that's possible. Like it's capable to get there. So when someone can't, mm-hmm. it's like, what's going on? Yeah. I just think that that, I just think he is like a case of someone who like didn't get help young when he probably needed it. Uh-huh. And, and now- he's like, He's just a fury road. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm ah, like, yeah, ah. I was like afraid watching him on the TV. Although I was also like, why are they pretending like he's going to go murder Becca? Right now? That package with him writing the letter, they just mapped it from. So I saw it online. They like mapped the Eminem stand video, music video for Stan. 
like where he's like writing a letter to himself as an obsessed fan. That's like exactly they just did an exact mapping of that. I was just like, okay, this might also be a little bit of production too. <laughs> oh, totally. I was like, literally, why? Do, why are they pretending like he's gonna go murder her? I know he it, like he could. I'm just surprised been like, they didn't like Photoshop a shovel into his hand <laughs> walking down the street. Meanwhile, <laughs> like the notebook says, like, dear diary, I feel sad today. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like maybe I am wrong. No way, I'm never wrong. <laughs> I know. Okay, uh, let's get into like uh, Jason. I love him. I know. I really, really like him too. I his story the about the grandma with dementia. Oh yeah. It was kind of like wow. I didn't even like it. It, it like that was just like a really interesting thing to open up about and. I just think that it shows that he is somebody who like is sensitive and it is empathetic, but he's that like he has like, Mm -hmm. it gave him like a positive outlook. He chose to use it in a positive way. Sure. He's also like so game. Like when they showed up and she said, this is where actually, um, this is St. John's church where the, uh, give me Liberty. (laughs) No (laughs) way. (laughs) He was like, get out of here. Um, that was a really sweet date. She brought his friend. And he cried. And they all freaked out. And I, I actually, cried. I think it's like so important to meet somebody's friends too. Be like that you're dating because like mm-hmm. your friends, like in a lot of ways, are an extension of yourself. Yep. And so like it, it that was like a good thing for her, good thing for him. Is he from near there? Why were all of his friends? No, he's from Buffalo. So I guess they just flew him down. I guess so. Maybe they were all like road tripping. Maybe they're like DC based. You know how a lot yeah. of people end up in DC. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I thought it was cute when they said that like if you get Jason, you get all of us. Yeah. And I and I and it's really nice to see someone who is close to their friends. Yes. Because imagine Chris R is probably like I don't have friends. <laughs> Oof. You know, like it's important that there is somebody that you can see the close relationships in their lives. You can see why somebody loves them. Totally. And if you're going to like mesh lives, like it's so important that um, that everyone's able to get along. Yeah. Like that stuff does matter. It'd be nice to think that it doesn't. It's like our love is stronger. It's like, no, you really need to be like along. You can totally be super, super in love with someone that your lives together won't work out, mm-hmm. you know? So like, the, and this is not about being super duper head over heels in love for Becca. This is about, she keeps saying it. My partner, it's someone that I'm going to go through life with. She wants somebody like equal and they're going to like 50, 50 partner, 50, 50, make choices together. Like, do you, you think know. she says, let's do the damn thing or I want 50, 50 partner more. <laughs> 50, 50 partner now. Okay, it it was a it was a wave. It, I wonder what it's gonna end with. Like it started um, off with let's do the damn thing. Now it's fifty fifty partner. What's it gonna end? Like, I don't know. Like a we did it. We did the damn thing. Oh no, They're, she's gonna bookend it. Yeah, that <laughs> sucks. They're gonna make her though, and she'll do it because she does whatever they tell her. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like Jason. The I hated the part <laughs> at the end of the date because I, I thought that was so cute. I also oh, this is a stray observation before I say what I hated. They have the perfect height difference. 
Wow. When they were at the unhappy hour and he, she was kind of like cutely nuzzled into him. She was like, he was like maybe like a solid six What's inches an taller. What's unhappy hour? Like a late? It's when they were at that like Edgar Allan Poe reading and just everybody was like, oh, dead. the gothic party. The gothic that's party. right. That's right. That's right. Oh, my God. The unhappy. <laughs> when she was just like, help, I'm dead and I need to be kissed before I go. I thought they were so funny because all those people were clearly pissed off <laughs> that they were there <laughs> and they were just cracking up the whole time. I know. They were like, are you not taking this seriously? Um, um, no, but. But. You- uh, back to my height oh, thing. Okay, but yeah. um, when she was like nuzzled into him, like I was just like, that is like the perfect looking couple. And I'm not, I'm not technically a height snob. I have liked every height under the sun. Um, but when I see it, like when I like from an outsider's mm, it perspective, nice. it just looked so nice. <laughs> um, and then on the opposite end, Leo's head looks like it could eat her head. <laughs> yeah. When they were kissing, I was like. It was literally Beauty and the Beast. I was like, his head is so much bigger than hers. His head is so much bigger than hers. It was like scary. Apparently movie stars have big heads. That's like a (laughs) common. LOL. Is that a metaphor for movie stars have big heads? (laughs) (laughs) Like porn stars have big Ds? No, like... Like just because like you're in Hollywood and the world loves you. So like you have a big head physically, but also emotionally I went too far I went too far I don't know why I jumped there I know why I jumped there and I'll explain later okay um so as a porn star yeah I (laughs) I have to talk about it um okay so uh the group date was next they had a Becca Becca uh a Becca debate uh, what was a debate for her to be her running me Becca election oh Becca election yeah um Adam was very upset about the historical relevance of Abraham Lincoln being there. <laughs> um, okay. Explain. <laughs> I don't know. He can explain. <laughs> All right. Well, because he was like the war between the North and the South. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I don't really get it. But <laughs> I, I did. I did think it was hilarious that Abraham Lincoln looked exactly like Abraham Lincoln. And that George Washington did just, not. No, did not. They didn't even try. They did not even try. Um, also, at the end, during the tag, uh, he said, my daughter, Allison, told me what happened. I know. And I just want to say, I'm so glad that you emancipated yourself from Ari. I and know. I was just like, if we're going to keep up this characterization, this facade, lie about what your daughter's name was, because Allison was no daughter of Abraham. Lincoln. I know. I felt a little weird about that button at the end. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It was just like kind of weird. <laughs> well, I feel like Becca gets put in like weird situations. Like it's like they'll throw a Christian choir at her and then Chris R will go in the house. I know. It's like dance. so annoying. Chris R just goes. <laughs> she just has to like dance to distract was by that herself. Chris R? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. She keeps getting like awkward stuff thrown at her. You know who I was thinking about a lot this episode? Who? Clay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I just like miss him because she's just like I have such a good group of guys and I'm like you really don't though she has Jason she I like Jason. Jason and I like like Blake but here's the thing Jason's going home next week I'm calling it Jason is not making it to hometowns so like she says that she has all these good guys but she likes the bad one like she likes Colton so much 
And it's, and she's just like, this is somebody who's like so honest and open. And I'm like, oh my God, he's like, could not be the opposite of this. Like, I'll just never get over the Tia thing. That to me was just like, she had a crush on him. She wanted to hear like a certain thing. They gave it to her so she could believe it. And now Mm -hmm. she's like, okay, she's like, like uh, that whole situation is ridiculous. The second I found out that him and Tia had dated, I would have been like, I I can't, this is a weird situation and I don't want you here. And then like how Tia explained it, she was just like, you're such a good friend. I'm like, are you kidding me? Tia's a horrible friend. She didn't even tell you her ex-boyfriend was coming on the show I you know how I feel about Tia no I know I hate her (laughs) oh sorry that was really harsh I strongly dislike her great I don't actually put that on Tia I don't really think that it was her fault that well they're not I don't think that they're friends but I just this choice I'm just saying I I agree with you but I'm just saying the whole situation around it the writing was clearly on the walls and Becca chose to ignore it chose to believe what everyone was like feeding her and like the fact that she had like has jason but like still pick like she picks colton over so many of them and it's like that's so stupid it's weird and i i agree i mean and the minute that i think that i'm relating to becca and then i see who she ends up picking i'm like i i don't i can't even comprehend yeah what she finds attractive um, but I also know what it's like to be really attracted to somebody and for you to like ignore all of your gut instincts no, and it's just be true, like, but I want to make out with you. It's true. But that's like, you know, that's where I think she's going to like, like this guy's clearly going to break her heart and like, come on girl. You're like, I'm here for a partner. Someone who's going to be my equal, my 50, 50 partner. And it's like, well, you're not practicing what you're preaching. <laughs> It's so much easier said than done. Do you know what is so frustrating for Becca? What? Something horrible happens at every single cocktail party. (laughs) She has not had a single cocktail party go right. No wonder she canceled it this week. Well, so there was like a little bit of residual um, uh, drama because Chris R. and Lincoln could not get off of each other's junk during the debate. And here's the thing. I understand Chris R is like a lot more just like in your face about it, but Mm -hmm. Lincoln did not get nearly as like in trouble, if we will, as he should have. He literally lied to Becca and was like, Connor doesn't even want to be in the same room as him. Like, (laughs) who is Lincoln? Get him out of here. I mean, he is now, but I'm just like, why is the light on Chris R when Lincoln was equally as ridiculous in the debate and the cocktail party. That could have been a tactical choice on the network side because they maybe didn't want to give Lincoln any more airtime. And yeah, like, that could be it. Had uh, they not shown the clip where Lincoln said that Connor didn't want to room with Chris R, it might not have like that little detail would have been missing because then they would be like, wait, then if Connor didn't say that, it would have made Connor look bad. It was so weird. It was the weirdest, weirdest thing for for Lincoln to be like, <laughs> Connor said that he feels threatened. I by actually Chris thought R. Connor really, you know, each week Connor impresses me more. <laughs> I definitely think he needs to wear an undershirt. Yeah, he, oh, I'm sure it was so hot though in that room or something, but he like, he like, he was like, what? So now I'm just brought into this whole thing. And like, <laughs> he does seem to have a sense of humor about it in the way yeah. that it deserves to have be had like a sense of humor should be had about it. Yeah. Also, he posted on Instagram last night um, like a series. So he's a personal trainer and he's yeah. like pretty jacked. 
like a series of pictures of him like ripping a shirt off that says Virginia is for lovers. And at the end it says, too bad I'm from Florida. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. He's Except get- he's from Florida. <laughs> that's dope. He's going to get so late in paradise. Yeah. And then just like in life. Who do you want to, who do you think he's going to ship with? Ooh, um... Maybe Annalise. No, 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 no. I put Annalise with David. Right. I forgot about that. Um, Astrid. Oh, maybe. Actually, that could work. Connor's actually really young, though. He's like 25 because I looked it up. I was like, what's his deal? He's really, really? young. Really? Mm-hmm. Which also explains the picture frame throwing a little bit more. Yeah. But again, I just thought ugh, I've said it so many times, but it's just like uh, that whole how he came back from that was like mm-hmm. how somebody recovers from be- from bad behavior. Yeah. No, I thought it was good. Yeah. It was a good recovery. Um, let's talk about Garrett a little bit. So after uh, Chris R. Screaming like a little child. I can't even really recall what they said. No. I have a really hard time tracking their sentences because I'm just like, what are you yelling about? I know. I feel like we don't even get half the context for any of their fights. I'm like, what are you screaming about now? So I sort of tune out. Garrett's not that good with words. No. So <laughs> King, so Garrett comes back and uh, Becca's just like, can you give me five minutes to myself? Which was a moment that I really valued. Yeah. I was just like, wow, that really is somebody taking care of their personal needs. Yeah. And we know how obsessed Becca is with Garrett. So her, yeah. for her to be able to tell him to like leave must have it was like clearly flexing a moment of strength I also actually think that that shines a light on like how comfortable she like feels with him because like if this is a guy that you like really like but you're feeling like insecure or something you'd be like no don't leave don't leave don't leave like I think the fact that Mm -hmm. she felt like strong enough to like yeah do this thing for herself and like not even worry about him is great reflection of her but also I think a good reflection on their relationship yeah, until Garrett turns around and is just like, dude, what did you say? I couldn't even tell her how I feel tonight because well, you that's what her. I'm saying. Like, all these guys are just like, why is she crying? <laughs> like, they just need her happy and laughing all the time. And I'm like, guys, guys, she's like going to be sad sometimes in her life. <laughs> like... You have to just like respect that. Do you think that Garrett got married to that woman and then instead of being emotionally abusive, she just like cried one day and he was like, what? (laughs) Why are you sad? Imperfections. All these guys that have sob stories about their ex, I'm like, I'm taking the side of your ex-girlfriend already. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to like if there actually was a level of emotional abuse, then I no, yeah, that's not that's, fair. For that's me to some say. pretty serious. That's bad of me to say, but we just don't know. Has no. has his ex girlfriend been on Reality Steve? Because she needs to be. We um, need to get to the bottom of this. I don't know. Maybe she's one of those people who doesn't need to exploit her previous relationships. I mean, it's bad. And I would probably say she is a good person. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, but whatever. Nonetheless, she gives the group date rose to Colton because he gives her the hottest makeup. They talk about nothing. Nothing. This is her go-to conversation. This is her go-to line when she doesn't know what to say to a guy. This is what she says. How do you feel about having a one-on-one date and then now having a group date? She said it. I've heard her say it three other times. It's like her go-to. It's just like, I don't really know. I'm tired from talking to all these guys all day. I'm going to pull out this line. I really like... 
it's so obvious to me. Like the only person who like conversation flows with is Wills. Well, and then Blake who. Yeah. And Blake, but he just didn't get a lot of airtime. Stayed quiet. Yeah. This week. It was the hottest thing that anyone could have ever Although done. Although I will say during the debate, he did interrupt Chris to say literally nothing. He was like, can I say something? That happened. <laughs> it was clear that he just wanted to He get just them wanted to it to end. Yelling. No, no, no. I know. I, I, I know. <laughs> and then like not to like backpedal or whatever. But when Chris R was just like, man, he like got in my face and like he lied and Blake was like, I know, man, I didn't disagree. And he's like, yeah, but you did, though. <laughs> and Blake was like, when? <laughs> no, I did. Wait, me? I literally Her. said no things. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I the I like Jason. I like Wills. I like Blake. I think Blake will probably, like, really make it. I don't. I think Jason goes home next week. Before Leo, really? Mm, I don't know. She seems like she seems more sexually into Jason than Leo. And I feel like I mean, I know Becca's like really religious and stuff, but sexual chemistry seems to mean a lot. to her. Yeah. Can I say one thing about Leo? I think that he actually he did say one thing this episode that I liked. I like Leo. So <laughs> great. So do should we just skip it? Right Let's just Leo? skip to Leo because okay. the group day was annoying. So they go flying. She like opens up to him about how she was like, you know, having a bad day because of everything that happened the night before, because it happens all the time. Chris R ruins her cocktail party and then <laughs> Chris R or Lincoln. And then she like has a bad date the next day. But he was like talking like just to him to camera. And he was just like, I feel really bad for her. Like right now, she shouldn't have to be worrying about these things. She should be like feeling really free to make her decisions and do what she wants. And like this stuff is like really bogging her down. And I was like, wow, that's like such a sweet observation. It is, it is sweet, but it, it might've been a manifestation of his like frustration too. <laughs> because he's just like, why yeah. the fuck do we have to listen to this bullshit? Yeah. Maybe. Cause Leo is somebody who also stays silent smartly. I'm really sorry. Can we go back to the other date really quick before we yeah. get into Leo? I just we have to point out that the actual governor of Virginia uh, oh, was there was there. And I was just like and this is what April in Virginia around this probably when around they filmed. Oh, they probably filmed in February, March, April. Yeah, April or May. Like the world is like fully on fire. <laughs> and the Virginia governor is like, yeah, I've got time for The Bachelor. He's like, yeah, no, I could be here. I, uh, yeah, what on that day? I did look him up. I'm trying to find his name. I'm trying to find his name right now because I did look him up. I think his name is Ralph Northam. He is like kind of a cool guy. He's a doctor turned Democratic governor with some pretty progressive views. He supports abortion rights. I didn't know that rights. they had a Democratic governor mm-hmm. in Su- Virginia. Supports abortion rights, decriminalization of marijuana. He stood up against ICE. He's ha- he has some pretty scathing reviews of uh, our current president. I don't know. I kind of liked him. So initially I was like, fuck this guy. And then I was like, oh, that's pretty fun. Maybe everyone he, deserves it. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's feeling like the rest of like us and being like, wow, the world's on fire. I want to do the bachelorette for an afternoon and forget about all of it. 
<laughs> like he's yeah. doing the bachelorette the way we watch the bachelor and the way that we have a podcast about the bachelorette <laughs> yeah. maybe that's fair okay sorry i didn't mean to jump around i just really wanted to no that's that's a good call out but yeah i mean there's no way her and leo end up together but i mean she has to send two people home next week and i i bet you it's jason i bet jason's one of them god that's gonna hurt I uh I thought that l- I thought that Leo this date was kind of um you know how every season they have a one on one so she can send the, so somebody can send the person on the one on one yeah home. you thought this was gonna be that I thought that was that and I think it might have started off that way because she was giving him nothing, nothing. on that plane ride. But then it because he was so sweet and so understanding and like kind of looks good shucking oysters. I think she was like yeah you know I'll just keep him around another week. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I I thought that he was just like such an easy presence for her. Easy. That she was just like, she nah. just like needed it really quickly. Um. Okay. So you know how I have like way too much time on my hands right now. Yeah. So I watched the porn that uh, what? Leo was in. <laughs> that is not what I was expecting. Is it good? Uh, no. I mean, is it good? No. Um, I mean, how's the production? Terrible. It's like a softcore porn on like Cinemax. I just watched the scene that he was in. And so I don't know like the whole full plot. It was a full feature length film, but I only (laughs) saw the scene that he was in. It's a full film. Yeah, it's a full feature length film. And I like I was able to pick up on some context clues. It sounds like there was this like femme fatale who would like get men into her. Like she'd be like a siren. She'd get men to she would seduce these men and then she would, you know, find creative ways to kill them after sex. Whoa. Yeah. So in this instance, um, he they challenge each other to a pool game, like a game of pool at a billiards bar. And then um, and then one of them loses and they're like, well, we have to have sex now. So they Leo points out a storage cabin and then they go into the storage cabin and then they do it in the storage cabin. And um it was like pretty boring. Um, I think like Leo was bored during it a little bit because he like looked directly at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And then just when it looks like he's having fun, um, she stabs him with a knife that she grabs out of her purse. That's so cool. And then he dies. How was he good at dying? No. <laughs> okay. But isn't that crazy? That's a cool movie. It sounds fun. Yeah. And then I turned it. I mean, it was like, it, listen, this was like a really casual viewing for research. <laughs> was it like at work, like at the office? <laughs> like, oh, got to do research from a podcast. Research for the pod. Um, But yeah, it was like a very, it was, it was just like a very, it, it was, it's embarrassing okay for so him he should have said no like i don't know if i were becca had i watched that and been like i would have seen it and been like what a stallion well i will say i don't know that i could watch a guy I was dating in any porno and say what a stallion <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's really cool <laughs> i might watch it it's called high-heeled homicide if anyone wants to check it out Oh my god, I love it. Why wasn't this in theaters? I don't it's know. Porn. Because it's porn. You just high heel saw homicide into Google, click the video tab, and then it'll come right up. 
I think he's like approximately 34 minutes into the film. Oh my God, long movie. He's like maybe, this is like a full, like there's a journey, there's a narrative arc. Okay, one more question. Man bun or hair down? Man bun. Yeah. Very similar look to, except for that he's naked. (laughs) Uh, Very similar look to how he looks shucking oysters. Great, great, but naked. Yeah, I don't even think his hair starts off down. Like I think it's. Do like, you see uh, his whole body? I didn't see because it was soft corn. Like I don't. I didn't see any bits and pieces. Did you see a butt? Nope, I didn't see a butt. Interesting. She did a lot of the work. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> I guess to distract them before you kill them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was like a really smart move, Femme Fatale. Did something happen to her in her past? Why is she killing all the men? This is why. I mean, I. I need to watch from the beginning. I know. This is why we need an origin story. (laughs) We need an origin. That is the most important part. (laughs) I'm gonna search for her origins. High heel homicide origin story. (laughs) Just why don't you just Wikipedia the summary? Okay, that's a great idea. Then I don't have to watch it. Um. I have a question. Yeah. Do you know why they literally can only get country artists for this show? No. Morgan Evans. Do you know who Morgan Evans is married to? Who? Kelsey Ballerini. (gasps) No. Yeah, they're married. They got married last year. Oh, man. What a, like, hot couple. Well, I think he looks like a poor man's Connor, to be totally honest. Or like a country Connor. Yeah. Country Connor. Sorry. Don't be rude. (laughs) Um... But that is like sort of a downgrade. It's like we tried for Kelsey, but we got her husband. <laughs> it's like I would imagine they well, would his call. song. His song has been like number one for a while. That song. Okay, I just like imagine them calling Kelsey Bellarini's agent, and they're like, "Kelsey's not available, but Morgan is." Do they ever get female artists? Like never, right? I will say Rarely. this: I do think Kelsey helped put Morgan on the map because when she started dating him, I was like, "Who?" is this guy and then they got married now he has a number one song Ugh, classic guy riding his more <laughs> successful female counterparts coattails um the patriarchy no nah, i don't really know where i was going with that but um i did think like them dancing together just like showcase that they had no chemistry and i also thought her dress was god awful why did everyone run up to them i don't know that was weird do you think they were like, I know him from porn. <laughs> My feminist hero porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They wanted like their autograph books signed by Leo. Weird. They just like moved weird together. Like he just like was swaying weird. Yeah. I don't know. Like from that moment, I was like, Ugh. nothing will ever be. There's only one concert that was not awkward in the history of the show russell dix russell russell dickerson and i still like get chills whenever that song comes on thinking about her and dean during it i i cried i was over here explaining a lyric that i felt was relevant to my life recently and i cried in front of you that song is so good it's why is that guy not the most famous person in country music I don't know. I think it's amazing, but it sticks with everybody. Like everyone actually, it was just like, I feel like most of our little bit of something for everybody. Yeah. Like most of our, um, 
like most of the artists, everyone's sort of brains like kind of go like a little bit fuzzy. But I feel like the whole world woke up when I heard that song. They were like, it was amazing. And like her and Dean really seemed in love during it. Yeah. Music can be manipulative that way. Oh, totally. Uh, My roommate Matt and I started playing this game, fireworks or concert. (laughs) So it's like every time, like it's like I have a final surprise. It's like fireworks or concert. And we thought it was so weird during Jason's uh, date when she was like, I've got a surprise. Uh, and we were, a window that opens. That's exactly what it was. It was like, what the hell? <gasps> My window opens. <laughs> Richmond, baby. We're I guess they're old buildings. A lot of the windows probably don't open. Oh, yeah. Because of suicide prevention. I don't know. Isn't that a thing? Where it's like certain windows don't open. Yeah, I think if you're in like a mental institution. No, in like buildings, in corporate buildings. I don't know about historical ones. Oh, oh, corporate buildings. Mm-hmm. They had sad. that in our dorms too. Yeah, my windows couldn't open in my dorm. Could they? I don't remember. Um. Okay, Chris has a plan. What's going to happen? <laughs> he's writing a letter he walks down the street murder music is playing and is then it high heel homicide <laughs> or is it Chris it just turns into high heel homicide <laughs> he's been working for her the whole time <laughs> what if becca was the femme fatale and she and we <laughs> thought that chris was the murderer the entire time and then it turns and it was becca the whole time she is like, get out of my face. I know. Wait, you didn't tell me. Did you tell me what you thought of her dress? Her metallic dress? Oh, I think all of her outfits are horrible. Her massive sweater, her turtleneck sweater on the Leo date. The thing that's confusing about Becca and her clothes, though, is that the clothes are hideous, but she looks so hot well, in she all is, of them. She is gorgeous. She has a great body. She has a great face. She's like absolutely. She has a beautiful smile. Her smile is like electric. Like, it's like so good. But... Yeah, her stylist they is like seriously disturbed. <laughs> like, like the, her stylist has no idea what they're doing. Yeah, maybe you're right. So Chris shows up and she's wearing this dress, <laughs> and she's like, "You can tell she has no idea how to handle the situation." I I have no idea if they if producers tipped her off as to whether or not he was coming. Yeah, I don't know. But she was like, "Ha." What are you doing here? Ha ha ha. Oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> they probably told her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In retrospect, they probably were like, Chris is about to knock on the door. And she was just like, oh. And this is all happening over voiceover with Chris R being like, Becca needs to know that Lincoln is a monster. He eats 12 eggs a day. His cholesterol needs to be like 6,000. So I literally thought he was like going to bring her like, like Lincoln's like finger. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was there so scary. There's so much going on right now, like between the dress and the Lincoln and her hating him. I don't know I, if she could ever date right now. I'm not tracking anything. Like that entire conversation, it was just so messy and so full of BS that like it completely washed over We're me. We're missing so much. It's like the episode on Nick's season when all the girls were crying and we had no idea why. And like later we found out because it was a fight between like Rachel and Vanessa. But like, or like whatever he also the volleyball team thing I don't know whatever there was like the episode where like everyone was crying and it was so confusing and like no one had any idea why like this is this Mm -hmm. there's like something happened that we do not know about yeah 
maybe i don't know i mean at the end of the but we have seen chris be a monster yeah and we have seen him just go off the rails just but i just like can't follow anything I can't, I can't follow any of it. Well, I think it's, I, I'm not sure how much of that has to do with us missing information or how much it has to do with him just being like a flailing maniac. Could be. He just like talks and I don't know. It's just like it's like he's not ever listening to anything that she says. So she just sent him home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What did you think about him when he's just like, no, you don't have to woke me up. <laughs> I don't think he, they sounded like a stupid brother and sister. I don't think you need anything, but I'm just going to do it out of respect. <laughs> he just i'm glad he's gone but then again the music made it sound like he was gonna come back no yes the music was off this episode i like was not a fan what about it made it seem like he was gonna come back it was still building it what like it was building oh and it never dropped and it never dropped it just like and we never had like a closure moment it was weird. Like, we just saw him pissed off. We didn't get him in a car. We didn't see him in a car. He literally walked out the door. You never get his interview in the vehicle. Uh-huh. And then Becca's just, like, sitting in our hotel room, and we're just filming her, and we're like, is he about to knock back on the door? It was weird. Yeah. The editing was really strange. Did they, like, get a new team for this season or something? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe a new stylist. Well, that's clear. <laughs> that or Becca's like requests are like un- like like unreasonable. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she looked so gorgeous in like metallic dresses that I think they just leaned into it a little too she hard. She dressed well on Ari's season. Yeah, when she dressed herself. Ugh. All right. So then, no cocktail party. Straight to Rose. Um, and then Connor and Lincoln go home. So Colton and Leo and Jason all had roses. She kept Garrett, Blake, and Wills. That was the most obvious thing that could have ever happened I on know. the planet. I know. It wasn't even like exciting. Yet it was satisfying to see Lincoln. Yeah. Go. And then they go to the Bahamas. They tease it, that's for sure. Um Yeah. This travel's lame, right? I've never been to the Bahamas. But if- I remember la- like being unimpressed with last season's travel as well. They went well, no, they went to Paris. They went to Italy. Like I thought they went to so many cooler places. I oh, even thought right. that. Um, uh, gosh, what was that like that they went? Lake Tahoe was pretty cool. Oh yeah, Lake Tahoe was cool. Maybe it wasn't this season. Maybe it was somebody else's that I was like, what? But yeah, they go to the Bahamas. I don't know where the finale's filmed. Do you? No, I have no idea. Someplace tropical. They need to get back to the tropical. I'm like done with this like Spain. You want to see people in bikinis? I want to see people in a in a hut in the middle of water in a bathing suit. Get back to sex. Because it was like Nick. They were in Finland. It was like freezing. Wait, where were they? Iceland okay yeah they like it was like freezing Uh and then Rachel's they were in Spain and then Ari's they were at Machu Picchu so you just want to see some skin I just need them warm I need to see them warm do you want to see them warm more so than you want to warm and in a I don't care that they're in a bathing suit I just it's not like a it's not like I need to see some buds I just like want to get back to the tropical ending 
it feels very classic bachelor to me and I want it back. Okay. Like it ends in a warm, happy place. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, they pretty much like, I feel like they oftentimes switch it up in terms of climate, but I can see why ending on a warm note is ending on a happy Everyone's note. hair is frizzy. Everyone's makeup's running. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Some like cry tears and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think it's going to be warm. I think they switch off. I think we're good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> any final thoughts? Again, I'm just like the seasons, whatever. <laughs> like this is five fun dissecting it, but I'm like not, I don't have fun watching it. Um, I'm guessing out of all of the guys left, Jason's your, your personal pick for yourself. I mean, I still would probably pick Blake cause oh, right, we're right, right. like, he's like my type, but yeah. Blake is pretty much Adam. <laughs> um, yeah, well that's good. Cause then I can pick Jason Great. in this fantastical scenario. Great. How do you th- feel about Chris Harrison this season? I don't know. I mean, he's, it's more of the same. His only role is to come out at the last second and be I like, I hate when he's like, Becca told me. She was feeling this way. I'm like, Becca told you nothing. <laughs> you the, dirty liar. They had that little piece in the beginning where uh, he was like, oh, I they saw got, you looking at wedding magazine. They got coffee in the hotel lobby. Um, That looked like a cute hotel. Mm-hmm. All right. Maybe we need to take a trip back to Richmond. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you so much. Um, write us. Review us. Rate us, rate us rate five us, stars. Rate us only five. If you're not going to rate us five, don't bother. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Instagram, Be honest. In, DM us on the on the Insta. Tell us your thoughts, your feels. Yeah. Um. Until next week in the Bahamas. Woo! Yeah, beach time. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Campfire.